0: Thanos is like, yo, he took my stuff. Incoming transmission. Engage house party protocol. Mark 4,
1: powering up. Mark 17, powering up. Mark 44, powering up. Suits are online. welcome to house party
0: protocol power up suits and welcome in to another episode of house party protocol my name is will and with me today a fellow haver of the crud if you will is the one and only nate from the gamers guild what's happening my guy
1: a lot, man. I just uh, just got back from Chicago literally like this time last night, the uh, day that we're recording and stuff, and uh, lots of thoughts, lots to talk about. Had a, a great weekend, though.
0: Yeah, man. So you were at Adepticon. It's one of those that I really wanted to go. It just didn't work out because it is mine and my wife's 10-year wedding anniversary coming up in three days. So it just didn't didn't quite work out, but it is on the docket for next year, hopefully, and I can't wait to talk all about it. But before we get into that, Nate, I just want to tell the suits out there that uh, we both have a bit of the crud right now. You, you've you got the con crud, which is a thing, and not the COVID Absolutely. crud. If you've ever been yes. to a big convention, the con crud's a thing. Right, Nate?
1: Yeah, it it is a thing, and it didn't help that I, I went to the con with a little bit of crud, and then some uh, some late nights, some lack of sleep, and lots and lots of talking uh, did me no favors, to say the
0: least. Exactly, and then I've been uh, dealing with the crud for a second now, because apparently this is the crud that won't quit, you know, and uh, mm. it just is what it is. You know, it, this crud can do this all day. <laughs> I know
1: somebody else who can do this all day.
0: Yeah. So speaking of other people that can do this all day, Nate, let's start with just overall, how was the MCP event at Adepticon?
1: Uh, which one? There there were a few different ones, right? Well, I mean like so, in totality. You know what I mean? Like how? In, to- in totality. Uh, man, it was a blast. Uh, it, it's the first time that Adepticon has been able to Happened since MCP released. Wow! And so I, I was talking to to Mike, the event organizer, and Hank a little bit, who's one of like the higher ups for Adepticon, from what I understand. Uh, and there were over two hundred unique people signed up for MCP events over the course of this weekend, and that's just so cool.
0: Oh my gosh, that's amazing! That's that's a ton of MCP players, and let alone just all of the events that. They probably wanted to play that they couldn't even get into because they got filled up so early.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so uh, that alone is uh, such a such a great sign. And then AMG, uh, un- unfortunately, still wasn't there, uh, but they sent some great uh, prize support. We got to uh, uh, some beautifully painted Quinjets uh, out on the tables out there. Uh, but all in all, the, the event was great. Uh, I got to meet a lot of of great people, a lot of the other content creators out there, as well as just uh, people playing the game and uh, people I've talked to online and finally being able to just like meet them, roll
0: some dice and stuff like that has been uh, was awesome. Oh, yeah. And and that's that to me is what it ends up ultimately being all about. Like he, around here on House Party Protocol lately, it's been a lot of competitive discussions, specifically around like TTS and stuff. But at the end of the day, man, it's it's all about, like, just this community and interacting with this community and being a part of this community. It's it's so wonderful, and I'm so glad to see that Adepticon was a place for more of that community to come together, finally. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. the, the fact that you mentioned that this is the first time in MCP's life that Adepticon has happened, it kind of just makes me think for a second, like, holy crap, you know? yeah. Because that's such a huge event in kind of the nerdscape, if you will, of miniatures games, and not just miniature games, but miniature games specifically. And so being able to have MCP there and get those eyes on MCP, you know, because how many people do we talk to, Nate, that. Came from 40k, that came from AOS, Age of Sigmar, that came from Guild Ball, came from this, came from that to MCP and have fell in love with it and stayed. You know, and mm-hmm. Adepticon is one of those things where someone might have passingly walked by and seen that this weekend and now they're going and buying a core set. And I just think that's wonderful.
1: Yeah, it's great to. I think a lot of game growth happens at conventions. Uh, and so it, despite uh, AMG not being there with a booth to be able to, to talk to people and all that kind of stuff, uh, just being able to have these, these great boards with uh, the, uh, the Sanctorums, the Quinjets, and having uh, characters like Hulk and Iron Man and Steve on the table uh, that are just easily recognizable, uh, I think will, will be a boon for the community. And especially as this year goes on, more and more of that's going to
0: happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Nate, now let's talk about your experience with the the events. Um, How many events did you participate in?
1: Uh, I only ended up participating in two. This was my first ever Adepticon. So I I took Friday off from any events to make sure I could explore uh, just kind of everything that Adepticon had to offer. I wasn't sure how big it was going to be. How big was it? uh, It was pretty sizable. Uh, it's it's not Gen Con big, uh, but at the same time it was spread out over multiple buildings this year. Oh, interesting. So uh, I didn't see any of like the historical gaming side of it. That was on a, a whole separate building, uh, but it was still a, a very sizable uh, representation, very sizable con, uh, and and just seeing just row after row tables, of minis gamers was just really cool to see as well.
0: Oh, I can imagine. So. You participated in two events, but there were a lot more, right? I know that there was like an open play thing that some people were doing, and then there were scheduled events and stuff like that, right? Yeah. So okay. there was
1: kind of like a, uh, a a pass that you could get to have uh, access to any of the organized play kits that AMG has previously put out. Oh, that's cool. uh, And people got to keep whatever kits they ended up playing, so that's really cool. Uh, There was a uh, full, just like, the Infinity League OP kit. Uh, They opened multiples of those and had just like an Infinity League, uh, actual League happen, which was really cool. Oh, that's neat. Uh, And then Sunday, I did not get to participate in this one because of Uh, My other event that I was participating in, uh, they had a affiliation battle where you could only take in affiliation characters or rogue agents in your roster.
0: Oh, nice. Yeah. Shout out to uh, Brian, the Octo Taco out there with his convocation win in that one. Woo woo. There you go. Shout out to the wizard love, baby. Yeah. So uh, everybody, uh, everybody, I think
1: every single affiliation except for like Dark Dimension was represented. Oh, wow. it's like it. It's really hard to build a Dark Dimension roster. You, you get to 14 and that's it. <laughs>
0: I mean, yeah, considering it's just Dormammu and... Wait, the who, Rogue that's Agents. That's right, the Rogue Agents, exactly. So there you go. Well, you know, you, you can't win them all. Dormammu can't have everything that he wants, right? <laughs> uh, unfortunately for him. Unfortunately, or maybe good for the rest of us. I don't know. In some what-if scenario out there, it exists. So, Nate... Speaking of what if, what did you play for your first event?
1: Yeah, so I participated in the what if snake draft. Uh, There were only eight of us who were able to sign up because we actually played using uh, Mike's, uh, the event organizers' uh, own models. So he had all of these, uh, quite a large selection of models painted up and ready for us to snake draft from. And the kind of fun twist and what makes it a what-if draft as opposed to just a a normal snake draft is uh, once you have played with a leader, all of your characters are
0: considered to be affiliated for that leadership. Okay. So – Like just no matter what. So basically then like if someone had Captain America Sam Wilson, he could be affiliated with Black Order and like could get mothership or something. Yeah, exactly. That's pretty cool that's pretty cool so that's a what if thing and a snake draft in case anyone out there might not be familiar with this it's very common in fantasy football but basically that means the first pick whoever has the first pick it's going to go down the line one through eight and then the person with the eighth pick starting in round two they become the first pick of round two and the person that had the first pick all the way at the start of the whole thing is going to be having the last pick of round two so it snakes back and forth like that. If you can imagine a snake going from left to right and then going back underneath itself right to left and then again, 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 until everybody has a full roster. And, mm-hmm. Nate, you and I well, participated— Well,
1: in this case, eight, uh, eight characters was the, uh, okay. the max.
0: Yeah, because of the, the limitations of the models, right? Yeah. So you and I participated in um, an— what was it, an auction draft, right, yeah, kind of a thing? Yeah, auction
1: draft with a $100 auction, yeah.
0: Right, so how would you say, just maybe format's the wrong way to put it, but how would you say that this experience differed from that experience? Like, yeah, obviously, it is a little different, but uh, was there any surprises or anything like that that you came across? Uh, no gigantic surprises.
1: Uh, I, I do like the uh, ability that just no matter what you ended up drafting, everybody is considered to be affiliated uh, but all in all, I guess to kind of compare the two draft formats at this point, I think the snake draft is the better way to do it for an eight-man pod mm-hmm. uh, because there. when we first did it, uh, we had like what up through She-Hulk Enchantress, Angela. Yeah, pretty w- much. When we did it, uh, we've had it, like an extra 40 to 50 characters since then, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but it, it – it, So it also just diminishes uh, the reason to do an auction draft when there's so many characters that are well-balanced. It it doesn't really... When you're wanting to make sure you have enough money to get the pieces you want and there's enough flexible pieces that you don't have to necessarily bid over some of these flex characters, uh, I don't think auction draft, especially if you're trying to do it with an entire collection, is the way to go at this point. Uh, but the snake draft was an absolute blast.
0: Nice. Nice. So what did your squad end up looking like?
1: Uh, well, there was a, a very, uh, smart individual who ended up, uh, stealing black Panther out from under me before Mm. I got to, uh, go in the snake draft order. Uh, because being able to play Wakanda forever with anybody. Yes. Is disgusting. Yes. um, And probably one of the things that needs to uh, change for that format to continue to see growth. Uh, But so of the leaders that were left, uh, I ended up going with Steve because he's a character and leader that I'm familiar with. And really because I kind of just like playing all of the out of out of affiliation characters that do really well with Steve's leadership anyway. Mm -hmm. I was just kind of like, Oh, I can just like play magical dreamland with Steve. And <laughs> right. that's kind of what I ended up drafting.
0: Nice. So playing magical dreamland, that's something that we've talked about kind of just off the cuff before of just like, yeah, everything's good if you can just do whatever you want, right? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So so you, you mentioned Wakanda getting snaked out from under your black panther getting snaked out from under you. The first question I want to ask about kind of how the original like kind of opening of the draft went is did you see leaders going first that way everyone could secure their leadership or was it kind of a mixed bag? A hundred percent leaders first. Was that by design or is that just how it worked out?
1: Just how it worked out. Everybody uh, knew they wanted to lock in uh, a leadership that they wanted or the tactic cards that they wanted is my guess at least. And so everybody uh, ended up with a leader in the first round.
0: Nice. So, you said you went with Steve. Makes a lot of sense. You're, you've been a Steve guy for as long as I've known you, really. And how did the rest of the draft shake out? You said you got some like magical fun time land shenanigans. Like I know you had your boy Vision, right? Uh, ended up getting uh, Vision a few rounds in. My uh, I remember
1: my second pick was Loki. Uh, everybody was uh, allowed one gym that you could add to your roster. So I was like, oh, well... In that case, we'll have Loki with the mind gem, because why not? Mm-hmm. Uh, after that, had to get my boy Venom, because he works really well with Steve. Wait, 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 wait. wait and he's Venom.
0: Hang, hang on, though. All right, so somebody drafted Miles round one, and they didn't go back and get Venom. I mean, how does that even yep. happen? Uh, so I think if
1: you get Miles as your first pick... You're wanting to build around his leadership because you, you don't need the in-affiliation characters. So at that point, instead of going with Venom, you're like, cool, well, who's got rerolls? Maybe you go with like a Baron Zemo style character mm. or a, an Inhuman or a Craven, et cetera, et cetera.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know, I can see that. That makes, that's fun. That's a nice little meta game there within the format. So still though, I, I got to say someone just, let you like like everybody's rosters were open like i could see yours while you're drafting you could see mine right is that how that was supposed to work yep absolutely all right so someone just was like okay he's got steve okay second pack he got loki okay cool and oh now he's got venom and they were like oh well we'll just let him have vision too someone thought that was okay
1: so there wasn't a lot of counter drafting going on and i think the best example of that is that wakanda managed to get mystique oh lord and uh, Justin, who was playing Spider-Foes, was the eighth pick. And so he had that nice little back-to-back action going on. Mm-hmm. So he went Green Goblin Corvus. Oh, Lord. Guess who still ended up getting Proxima?
0: Uh, yeah. See, that, that's insane to me. Like, and somebody is sitting there and has Corvus, and it comes, it has to go all the way back around. Like what is that, like eight or 16 picks almost before it gets back uh, to him? 14 picks, yeah. And they still let him have Proxima. Yep. Like, And this is just, we're going to talk more about your total list here in just a second, but like if I'm doing a format like this and maybe this is me do, turning something that's meant to be just high ho casual fun into a little bit more of a complicated thing that I probably shouldn't do, but I don't care. It, the fantasy football player in me is like yeah, I'm not going to let you have your handcuff. And in this case, Corvus' handcuff is Proxima, and it totally, like, Corvus is good, but it totally takes away some of his utility there. Mm-hmm. Oh, man, that's awesome, though. That's awesome. So anyways, continue with this. It, this sounds like so much fun, and I would be ridiculous with it. I, I'm sure I would. It'd be terrible, but I'd have so much fun.
1: Dude, and, and that's the point. You, you have a lot of fun with this. Uh, Let's see. So I'm trying to piece together I ended up getting Medusa somehow as well as a a late round pick
0: (laughs) just like hang on (laughs) so they let you just have all the toys that you really wanted
1: yeah pretty much (laughs) you know that can Medusa can royal decree venom on turn one Uh, that's a thing
0: uh, that sounds awful (laughs) like
1: Uh, yeah so I got Medusa uh I I didn't draft all of these fours together because like I, at that point I was only fours and fives. Uh so somewhere along the way I picked up Spider Gwen because Oh my god. <laughs> Lifesaver for one, Web Snare <laughs> for one. Dude. Okay.
0: What just happened? That's amazing. Uh
1: and then pretty late, I think like my second to last pick was Sam Wilson. Wow. hmm
0: Wow. I mean like no wonder you won. Uh, and then my my final pick for the
1: kicks and giggles, and because I knew I was never going to play whatever this last character was, I picked
0: up Ebony Maw. <laughs> that's awesome. T- tell me you put him on the table at least once. No. Okay, but still. That's fun. But still. Ebony yeah. Maw got drafted. He did. Yeah, that's what's important. <laughs> <laughs> it's, this sounds awesome. And, like, hearing what you put together there obviously avengers you know so one of the things that i think you have to understand when you're playing avengers and you're if you're playing a format like this and everyone's affiliated well now avengers assemble is amazing i would think something like second wind gets to be fairly interesting Mm -hmm. you know that's just i think that that's really awesome and then because you got sam wilson you could go either way in a match
1: uh, you were limited to whatever you uh, played as your leader. That is like, that is your leadership character for the rest of it.
0: Oh, for the entire event. For the entire event. Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. All right. Okay. Then well, still, I mean, but still, yeah. So that's, a, Sam, that's a
1: pretty, Sam does pretty well under Steve's leadership.
0: Uh, yeah. airlifting for one, charging for one, all of this fun. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, so how did it all unfold, Nate? Cause this sounds crazy and fun. Uh, I'm
1: going to be honest.
0: I don't really remember my
1: first game all too much. <laughs> uh, granted, this was like the first Adepticon game I played. So it probably should hold a, a more special place in my heart and memory. But, uh, alas, sleep deprivation is a thing. Sleep deprivation is a thing. Uh, but I got to, I got to play it on stream. So I guess if I wanted to go and relive it, uh, I could do that. And by the way, uh, the professional casual crew was there for all of adepticon streaming games as long as the the hall was open that that crew was amazing over the course of the weekend oh, yeah. and if you're ever wanting to check out any of the uh, games that did happen at adepticon uh go find them on Twitch, YouTube, their podcast wherever and uh, you'll be able to find some of that stuff.
0: Oh yeah, shout out to them. They they did a great job. I, I was watching a, a bit of the stream and commenting a little bit. So yeah, they were, they were good stuff.
1: They were. Uh, so the first
0: game happened, uh, I got
1: the W it was good. Uh, the second game was pr- definitely the hardest game that I played because I had to go up against the Wakanda player. Ooh. Uh, and I, 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 squeaked it out with uh, a lucky roll able to field dressing Steve, uh, cause Medusa and venom took one side of the board while Steve and Vision took the other side of the board, it was sixteen. It was Fisk and maybe Deadly Legacy Virus
0: mm-hmm.
1: or Spellbooks. I honestly don't remember which. That's okay. Yeah, but uh, it, it was a really good game. Came down to uh, some some lucky he lucky stuff where uh, he he was high up on the victory points. And I had to, to claw my way back, and after uh, Medusa and Venom dismembered Craven and Valkyrie on the other side of the board, they had to make the long march to the other side of the board to uh, help uh, a Vision who got dazed very quickly.
0: Man, uh, you know, that Vision, he's been a thorn in my side lately, dude. Oh my gosh. You, you know, a, a bit of a conversation that I hope we have time for tonight is about characters that might be over the curve alright and I'm not going to try to take your toy away in Vision don't get me wrong but like man he's awesome he's pretty good Like he's so good and he's been so overshadowed lately by all the discussion around other characters but he's so good
1: yeah I think uh, he he's certainly uh, come to shine a little bit more after Enchantress's nerfs
0: yeah so Anyway, so you played in the Wakanda, won that one, which was what you would say is maybe the strongest other other list there, maybe.
1: Yeah, for sure. And and, and I think uh, I think he had the game. Uh, he waited to play Wakanda forever until he only had two characters left. Oh, no, which which is uh, like very fortunate on my side of things. Uh, very unfortunate for him. Uh, yeah. Just didn't end up uh, working out for him.
0: Yeah. Well, that's how it goes sometimes, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Got to maximize that that card and same thing with like Midnight Suns, you know, getting as much out of Siege of Darkness as you can. And, and you know, it's it's really hard. I've found Nate to take find the moment to play mm-hmm. those cards because you're like, well, I want to use it when it's going to be the most impact, but also I need to get the most out of it. Yep. So, yeah. That's 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 something that happens. So, how the rest of it go?
1: Uh, well, there was only one round after that because it's uh, eight people. You only need to do three rounds to right. find your three and O care or player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so the last one, I go back up on stream, and I'm playing against uh, a terrifying two O uh, Brotherhood list. Oh, uh, and I don't remember everything that was in there, uh, but he had She Hulk as well.
0: Oh, I saw this one. This was the one where he had Magneto, She Hulk. And Hulk, right? Or something like it was insane stack of big fatties. Yeah,
1: insane stack of just uh, the the big boys. And uh, we ended up playing on the new Five Wide Secure, which I don't think we have a good abbreviated name
0: yet for. Scoundrels. scoundrels? Is it just Scoundrels? That's the way I abbreviate it anyways. So you're going to call it
1: Scoundrels then. The superpowered Scoundrels if uh, you're following along 20 threat. Five Wide Secure. Uh, and then we also played... I pulled Research Station on my end. Wow. Uh, we went. ended up going at 16. And he brings Magneto, She-Hulk, and Sabretooth. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Uh, I like which it. Which is...
1: Uh, uh, it, it's a very strong beatdown roster that uh, could do really well on Researcher. Yep. I, on the other hand, bring Steve, Loki... Venom, and uh, Spider-Gwen. Okay. So four on three. Four on three. Uh, And basically we play a game of he activates a model, I activate a model, and pull his model off of a point. (laughs) He activates a model, I activate a model, and pull it off of a point. Right. And we we play that game with uh, the occasional uh, days happening on my side of the board because Magneto gets asteroid end uh, into the middle of the board turn turn one and plays a SmackDown, but then Venom comes in and is able to pull him away. And that happened really mostly for the rest of the game. I, I was able to get in a couple of good shots with uh, Venom onto Magneto and Steve was able to to throw characters around a little bit, but really it was just uh, keeping She-Hulk away from Magneto so that, he could never divide that damage between the two of them. Right. Uh, but I ended up winning that one 20 to 2.
0: Wow. Yeah, just, I mean, that's control for you, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's, that's all that is. And a carrier like Sabretooth is really sad when he has to move long to get to anybody.
1: Yep. And uh, between that and the ability for Loki to be like, cool, I'm going to trickster Oh, wait, and then Spider-Gwen's also going to Lifesaver.
0: Oh, man, yeah. The stack of that has got to be the most obnoxious thing to deal with.
1: Uh, and I think it was.
0: Yeah, and then not only that, you said you had the the space or the mind gem on Loki? Mind gem on Loki. Mind gem on Loki, so yeah. Just, oh, hey, by the way, I'm going to do all this stuff, and you're taking a walk. Thanks.
1: Yeah, you're, <laughs> you're off the point. You're out of range, too. You're... Yes, I was. I, I played an extremely annoying uh, control list into that matchup, and it did me very
0: well. Yeah, oh, that's that's such a nightmare. That sounds so horrible, but so awesome at the same time. I love it. Yep, so, there,
1: there is a reason that AMG requires affiliations to get those leadership bonuses, ladies and gentlemen.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it's because Nate would figure out a way to break it with his Avengers. Uh,
1: I, I would not be the only one breaking
0: things, we I'm sure. We are very sure of that, but congratulations on winning that like that's that's awesome dude and so that was your first win of Adepticon now let's talk about your second one was this the kind of more formal as we're kind of used to it if you will tournament
1: yeah uh, it was uh, a originally a 64 person tournament it filled up so quickly they were able to open up some additional spaces I think uh sign-up was then restricted at like 74 or 78 or something. Uh, but ultimately, uh, just because some people uh, didn't show up the morning of, we ended up uh, having a 66-person event.
0: Wow, 66-person tournament. Holy moly. And it, it, there was no qualifiers. It was just to get to day two and then get to the championship, right? And that how that worked?
1: Uh, yeah, so uh, get the, the cut to day two. Was all the basically we were very fortunate in uh, how it all worked out and the pair down uh, ended up losing. So we had exactly four people who were all 4 0. Uh, so we only had to play two rounds uh, day two. Oh, nice. Uh, unfortunately, our first ranked player uh, out of those four uh, ended up having to drop because he had another event uh, scheduled on Sunday. And so we let uh, fifth place uh,
0: sneak in. Oh, that's cool. We're used fifth place there. Uh, I was not. I, somebody I beat was actually fifth place. Oh, nice, nice. So, that's really cool. And uh, were there round timers and everything? How did So what time did y'all start? Like, cause I think that this is one of those things that's just really interesting because everywhere does it different. And like locally, when we've done tournaments, it's like an hour and 45 timers. I know you have done events where it's hour and a half timers, and it was starting at like 10 in the morning. Like, how did it all unfold? Yeah,
1: so we had uh, 8.30 to 9.30 Mm check-in, and then 9.30 was round one, let's go. We had an hour 45 uh, for each round, which uh, kind of just clumped it all together. That was like the rolling priority, getting crises set up and everything else with uh, some breaks in between and just all that kind of good stuff.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's not too bad. I I think hour 45 is like my sweet spot with it.
1: Yeah, I kind of wish, uh, especially just because this was geared as a a much more like kind of just open event, I would say. Uh, I wish that there was an hour 45 and then 15 minutes uh, to kind of mitigate cleanup and uh, setup and stuff like that uh and i i think the really the only issue came in with round 1 because then after that there were always breaks and we kind of use those breaks uh to help with that cleanup and setup time yeah. so round 1 did feel a little bit cramped uh we were able to finish our game thankfully but uh, i know that there were some frustrations there and i kind of i can understand it
0: yeah i can see how that would be uh, i think that that's kind of where if i'm running an event where i want i want to make sure i bake in that setup time because I don't feel like setting up your crisis, rolling for priority, all that stuff. Like you should, you shouldn't need thirty minutes to do that. But at the same time, that shouldn't be part of your round clock, mm-hmm. in my humble opinion. But that's just me. You know, everybody's different, to each their own. And look, everybody's time constraints are different too. Mm-hmm. And and an event like this, I mean, you obviously know kind of what you're getting into when you sit down that day. Like, okay, it's gonna be a full day. Got it. But, like, you know, you go to a little 12-person event or something, and I say little, like, 12 people is, not a, 12 people is a great event. Don't get me yeah. wrong. But you go to a 12-person event or something, and, like, people have time constraints that they want to meet. They don't want to necessarily be at their shop all day long. Look, do what you got to do. But that's a decision that you and your players got to make if you're a tournament organizer out there. Yeah. So, anyways, Nate, to the games. So, you brought an Avengers list here. And uh, why don't you run through real quick what this list was? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Uh, so, this is something that uh, I ended up throwing together, took inspiration from a couple other Avengers lists, and uh, put my own twists on it, basically. Uh, so, running uh, with Captain America, Steve Rogers, uh, don't even have Sam in the list, so he is my only leader, and it's just kind of built around his uh, Value Town leadership style of uh, just getting a lot of advantage on the power game uh, through use of his leadership and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so for affiliated characters along with him, I have uh, Vision, Dr. Voodoo and Black Cat as kind of my uh, extra four threats that I just absolutely love. There's always at least one of those guys that are going to be making it on the table with Steve because, uh, man, they're, they're just so good with him.
0: Oh, yeah, and Voodoo's affiliated, so he gets that Avengers Assemble love. Uh, yes, which is uh,
1: very helpful at times. mm mm-hmm. uh, Then for my affiliated three threats, I have Iron Man. And then for the first time ever this weekend, I played Luke Cage. I This is a character that I never didn't even end up uh, testing with or anything else. Oh, wow. And uh, first time really ever putting Luke Cage on the table was this weekend. Uh, and he ended up doing what he's supposed to i feel like uh he's he's a durable body uh did some good stuff but i just uh, I, I needed uh, him basically I, I brought him for the black order matchup mm-hmm. bringing him as a durable body bodyguard and heroes for hire uh, just a, a very valuable tech piece with that
0: yeah i think i've kind of been coming around on him a little more lately like i was never down on him like i was always mm-hmm. was one of those people where it's like luke is fine Like he's not going to like knock your socks off, but he's fine. And the thing that I think with him is that he is that little bit of a durability thing. He reduces damage by one. He's got the four physical defense, but also you don't mind him taking the hits because that's kind of what he's there to do in a weird way. Like some of these other characters that we like throw to the wolves, if you will, Mm -hmm. you don't, You don't necessarily want them taking the hits, but you're okay with it. But like Luke is kind of like, okay, yeah, I'm going to park Luke in a place where, oh, when you try to target Vision, or you try to target Steve, or you try to target Voodoo, who has possessed someone so his defenses are lower, oh, well, Luke's just going to take that hit for him.
1: Yeah, 100%. Uh, And uh, he ended up... uh... Doing a little bit of that, at least over the weekend. Nice. Uh, he was he was mostly just moving around, doing other stuff. And I guess is we'll talk a little bit more about that in a second. Uh, and then finally, the last affiliated character, and the only character I never put on the table this weekend, is Hulk. I can't believe you. It's a little bit shocking, right? Yeah. Can't believe you. Hulk's so good. Hulk is so good, but I personally, and just, I guess, how I play or... Uh, my concerns, whatever. I really only like to play Hulk on lower threat totals. Mm-hmm. So like 16 and below kind of a thing. And I was only at that threat total uh, on an objective where Hulk would succeed once. Oh yeah. Wow. Uh, and I ended up just trying to, uh, to go wide cause I was going into uh, X-Men in that matchup. And so I'm like, cool. Like I'm, I'm expecting to deal with, honey badger x-23 and some of these other pieces so i was like i'd, I'd rather have voodoo's mystic attacks going into these uh,
0: x-men uh, shenanigans mm-hmm. makes sense to me I, you know i get that and one of the things i think is interesting in terms of like what you just said about how you view hulk versus how i view hulk it, this is probably a discussion for a podcast in its own right but like i only play hulk at higher threat values <laughs> So, like, I understand the logic of playing him at lower threat values, because he can function like two characters. I mean, he's got the health pool of two characters. Mm-hmm. You just have to get, like, maximum, maximum utility out of him in those lower threat values, in my opinion. And sometimes if you're if you're just not able to do that, it kind of just has a feels-bad situation, whereas in the higher threat values, yeah, okay, he's a target, and there's a lot more dice being thrown at him, but you got to... You can mitigate some of that a little more, I think. It's just my experience. And to each their own. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So continue on.
1: Yeah. Uh, so then I go to my three unaffiliated characters. Uh, we've got Black Cat because she's dumb. Uh, she, she works uh, great for uh, none of the extractions that I brought But in case uh, my opponents brought something like Deadly Legacy, Virus, uh, which can be absolutely lethal when you're playing against a team like Criminal Syndicate, Mm -hmm. or just any of the single extracts like uh, Scrolls or Alien Ship or Senators, Uh, Black Cat has uh, just such value in those games, being able to uh, steal a a very important uh, extract away, and then also usually Able to book it herself away with uh, her long moves and grappling hooks and other shenanigans, Uh, especially in Avengers, where just at the price of advanced R&D, you can steal an opponent's extract turn one. uh, She's too valuable to to have left at home. I can see it. In Avengers, Uh, she's good. Yep. And then uh, Bullseye needed a two threat. Maybe could have gone with Toad instead. It's a it's a coin flip thing. Ended up playing Bullseye once. He did fine. Yeah, but, uh, I like Bullseye. Yeah, Bullseye's good. Needed a two threat. Needed a two threat, most importantly, that did not have two energy defense. So I did not go with the in-affiliation Black Widow uh, just because uh, I, I played quite a few flip secures myself. Mm-hmm. And it was uh, being able to have a, a two threat that would be able to to run around on spider portals or something like that. I think was going to be valuable. Absolutely. With Bullseye. Uh, And then finally, probably my favorite character that I brought and my favorite uh, out of affiliation splash at the moment is Loki with the mind gem.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in Steve, it's another one of those like value cases Mm -hmm. where one, he gets the mind gem superpower. He gets to use it for one instead of two, Yep. which is just, insane he gets three power to start and then he gets his i am a god for cheap on defense he gets it for cheap on offense potentially like i think that uh loki especially in steve avengers really takes things up a notch and he costs you five threat to play him but let me guess you played him a lot uh half my games yeah yeah out of what was it five games Six games. Six games, yeah. So, I mean, I'd say that's a lot. Yeah. And would you say he did the work that you thought he would? Uh, absolutely, and I'm excited to talk about him in my last game. Okay. So, real quick, standout moments from the previous games, and then we'll talk about the, um, I don't know if this is too soon or not, the Will Smith onto Chris Rock level slap that happened with Loki. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, so first game was against uh, A-Force. Uh, nothing too crazy. It was Research Station. Uh, one common thing that you might see uh, throughout my list, uh, except for Black Cat and Bullseye, and I guess Luke Cage, who has this very specific matchup, is when he's being brought in. Uh, everybody else has uh, some sort of control Usually size three mm-hmm. uh, Voodoo's the, uh, the only size two restriction. Um, and uh, so being able to go on to researcher against uh she Hulk, it, it was much of the same. Just kind of keep she Hulk away from the other characters that I'm dealing with. Keep away the bodyguard and score the points. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. Uh, round two was up against X-Men with Storm. Uh, this was the one time that I could have brought big boy Hulk, uh, but didn't because it was, uh, not just Gamma, but also it was a Senator. And so like voodoo was there, not just for his mystic attacks into the X 23 and honey badgers of the world, but also because if you've got the Senator, I need you to not held on to those, that Senator. Mm hmm. Uh, so went, went, there and this game, uh, was, it, it was a good one. My opponent was a, a very good sport about it, but, uh, I, I had some hot dice at the beginning that resulted in a turn one days on beast oh, wow. because after black Panther hit him and pushed him out, uh, the gamma radiation, uh, did the rest of the work for me. And then the following round, uh, black Panther was able to daze gambit and honey badger Oh, man. And, and it was just a uh, continued uh, kind of beat down happening, and I was able to get off a, a good field dressing play for uh, another activation later on. Uh, Voodoo ended up uh, possessing Storm at the very end of the game. It could have just been a throw, but I didn't think about it until I was already on moved and onto to a different point. So we ended using the possession for a different reason, but uh, was able to finish the game that way. Nice, nice. Uh, and then uh, the games after that got uh, quite a bit more difficult, or at the very least, quite a bit more scary. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. So the next round is one of the things that I dreaded, and that is Legacy Virus versus Criminal Syndicate.
0: Oof. Yeah, like I am gonna, I am gonna stop you here, real quick, Nate. I, I, I have no answer for Legacy Virus currently with my convocation list, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things where Brotherhood runs it fairly regularly and criminals run it fairly regularly and i just i don't know what to do about it like i you know i've made cuts Uh, spoiler alert for the tts special this week uh well congrats by the way thank you thank you i appreciate it you know uh it's it's i was sweaty we're gonna check out the tts special report this week me and mirzane are gonna talk all about it uh and you should be hearing this after that but whatever (laughs) <laughs> so like I'm just I'm terrified of that crisis because I just yeah. have, I have no answer for it other than just keep away uh
1: and, and that's basically what I did uh, I had priority and I had black cat which means at the end of uh, round one I had all three legacy viruses nice uh which is a, a very rude thing to do uh but I was able to, uh, and also because they had more activations than me, uh, that mean I got to get Black Cat away from Hood, Toad, and Juggernaut, who were all surrounding her after her stealing the uh, cure from Toad.
0: Oh no, so you had priority going into round two, and she just double moves away and like, yo, I'm out. Yeah, peace. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, but that's what uh, she does. Like that's That's her thing. That That That's is
1: her, that is her shtick. That is her thing. Uh, and so it was actually ended up being a really close game, uh, 16 to 11. And it was this really kind of just awkward point to where like, I could have tried to brawl it out, uh, with the, the cures because black cat, after getting absolutely smacked by juggernaut, uh, woke up, had plenty of power, stole it back, double moved along to a corner and used her, uh, grappling hook to get up on a a nice little rock nice uh and then black cat panther ran to a corner voodoo ran to a corner his black cat stole voodoo's but uh panther and black cat were able to uh, secure the the w for me there
0: that's awesome and you know it's one of those things where i always feel bad when i do the whole run to the corner thing but like it's not my first move it's just the move I do to secure the victory once once we're kind of at that point in the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, when,
1: and- when, once you're once you're only need two points to win, you've got three characters that can spread out and run to the corners of the earth. Exactly. Uh, I, I wanted to to secure that because he was winning on attrition. I think this was the only game my opponent was uh, well other than the last game but that's black order shenanigans right. uh and uh so it was one where it's just like man i could i could probably fight this out and end up with uh, a couple more points that way uh but it was safer to get my injured black panther to a safe position and my injured black cat to a safe position
0: no i mean it is what it is you, you know at the end of the day you play to win the game and that is a way that you can win the game yep absolutely uh, so then my final round
1: on the first day was against uh, Black Order. Uh, we got Scrolls Infiltrate and Portals Overrun. Ended up seeing Portals Overrun four out of six times Oof, this wow. weekend. It was
0: crazy. That's awesome.
1: Yep. So Portals Overrun, actually pretty good into Black Order because... Well, it spreads them out? Uh, it spreads them out and also just... We ended up actually clumping pretty hard, and he had Nebula as his uh, extra two on top of the usual 16 because we were playing at 18 threat. Oh, nice. In uh, this game, uh, I, I kind of hate to say it, but as it tends to do with scrolls, it kind of just comes down to who finds that first scroll and where they find, find it.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Well, turns out Luke Cage was the first one to find it on the opposite side of the board of all of his pieces.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Was it round two? It was round two. That's awesome.
1: Yeah. Uh, opponent made a little bit of a misplay where he had to move Corvus, thinking that he had enough power to interact with one of the, uh, the scrolls after a, a nice death blow, uh, but didn't get the flurry, didn't get the power. No, he did get the flurry, uh, but didn't have anybody to attack because he just absolutely murdered Black Panther. Oh no. With a nine die, uh, death blow and, uh, ended up over there. And of course, after I rolled and Luke Cage found it on the other side of the board, he was like, well, I got to know if I roll two dice, do I get a crit? And he did. Uh, (laughs) so we, uh, we ended up playing through it, but Luke Cage was able to basically just stay over on that spider portal for a little bit before gradually moving away so that Nebula had to uh, make an extra move before she could get any attacks in, and the rest of my team just kind of played on the uh, the
0: points. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, and having played a ridiculous amount of Kree Core lately, I'm actually thinking about dropping that out of my list, <laughs> mainly because of that scenario there because I've, I have avoided it more or less, but like the, Oh crap. If my opponent finds it way over there kind of thing, you know what
1: I mean? Yeah. Yeah. If you're not, uh, spread out and ready for it, uh, you're just kind of get stuck in the dust. And if you don't have a, a piece that can make them drop it, like, uh, a miles, a voodoo, a black cat an enchantress, uh, quicksilver. quick uh, it, it it becomes very difficult uh, very quickly.
0: Yeah, and you know I've had success with it overall, and the reason why it's been in my list is because of the point value on it, and because as I play my convocation it's pretty fighty. But at the same time, it's I don't think it's worth it to like risk that running into Black Order because I do not want to stand there and trade with Black Order. <laughs> and it just I, I yeah it's. That's a, a, maybe again another one of those conversations for another time, but it's uh, yeah it's on the chopping block, to say the least, but uh, continue with the matches. I'm r- really excited to get get to the, these these last couple. Yeah, so uh, round uh,
1: five first round of the Sunday cut was against uh, another great guy and podcaster uh, omnis. Oh yeah, shout from out to him omnis protocols. And uh, he was repping a Black Order slash X Men list.
0: Nice. Seems like Thanos Uh, is splashing into a lot of places these days. He is, and I'm not a fan of it. No. Uh,
1: But he ended up uh, bringing Corvus along with his uh, core of X Men, like X 23, Storm. uh, I think, uh, yeah, Domino was in there, and Black Panther. Uh, was what he uh, ended up bringing. Get eighteen, uh, and it was a it was a slog of a game uh, where uh, we again spider portals because why not? And then the other one was uh, that I brought was Montesi formula. I've been
0: a big fan lately.
1: I uh, I really like it just because characters like Loki and Black Panther can abuse it a little bit more than others. But
0: uh, yes, that,
1: that that's about the the only reason because of the the cutesy tech. Uh, I get that. Yep, um, and uh, I, I won't even say it was a mistake that uh, Omnis made. I think this was the the cleanest game that uh, my opponent has played and I played. I don't think either of us made uh, any like absolutely like man that that was a terrible play in the moment because this is <laughs> my last game. I have those. Uh, th- this was super clean, and he. The the point where the game shifted was uh, he attacked Black Cat with Storm, did a couple of damage, gave her a couple of power, left her on three. Uh, And so if Storm only deals one damage to me, I then have the perfect amount of power to both steal and grappling hook. Mm -hmm. And if he does one less, I don't have that. If he does one more, Storm has enough power to then throw Black Cat and just finish her off. Right. Uh, I end up with my ideal situation, his not very ideal situation, uh, which results in Black Cat moving from close to my deployment zone uh, to the spider portal farthest away from me, nearest to his deployment zone, and double moves, grappling hooks, and steals Domino's book. Oh man,
0: love it! Uh,
1: yeah, uh, and and just kind of from there through uh, some cascading effects, uh, I was able to uh, to pull out a victory. Uh, and what was kind of interesting is he was not playing this very attrition based, even though he brought Corvus. Uh, I actually kind of forced him into a little bit more of an attrition-y matchup uh, by dazing and KOing Storm, dazing uh, twenty three and Corvus and just uh, trying to apply a lot of that pressure
0: pretty quickly. Nice, nice. Yeah, that's a bit of a different turn for you because I know you try to play that more control style. Uh, all in all, like this list has
1: a lot of control, but a lot of its control is also through aggression. Like Panther wants to be attacking right, anyway. Okay. Voodoo needs to be building his power somewhere. Steve's control is through his shield slam, which is uh, quite a bit of aggressin- aggression all its own
0: yeah and it, it's i find it interesting like you know black panther is one of those characters that is again kind of just because of the amount of characters we've had release that the conversation has kind of moved away from but he's so good and in steve avengers being able to mantle the black panther for one power which uh nate what does mantle the black panther do uh, all your attacks for the rest of the turn get full re-rolls. So that means not just like Doctor Strange where he re-rolls all of them and just has to live with it. This is, oh, I rolled a crit and two hits, and the other two are blanks. Well, guess what? Those other two are getting re-rolled. After he rolls his crits in, let's say, you know, who, who knows what happens on those crits, but I'm just saying, like, that's awesome, and picking your rerolls like that is so good, and it really turns him up to 11. And then yeah. if you can leverage his position into being able to double tap, it is, it's, uh, you're melting things.
1: Yep. Yeah, and that, that's exactly what ended up happening was I was able to, uh, after fa- uh, storm failed on one of the uh, rolls to contest a point, uh, I was able to position her directly in front of, uh, a piece of terrain, so Panther was able to pounce and double strike into her, daze her next turn, do it again, KO's her.
0: Oh yeah, that's just nasty. And look, that's that's the nature of the game. Sometimes it's just how it goes.
1: Yep. Uh, so all in all, very good game there. Uh, and again, I I don't even necessarily know if Omnis attacking into to Black Cat was a mistake because. Uh, At that point, that's just like if he does that, he pushes his lead further to a point where I probably am not able to come back from it reasonably.
0: Right. I got you. So the last game.
1: Oh, boy. The last (laughs) game. Uh, So ended up playing against uh, Aaron England. Uh, Very, uh, very chill guy. Very cool guy. Didn't uh, didn't talk too much uh, before the match, but we talked a little bit because we had some uh, downtime while we were waiting for basically everything to reset for the stream to be ready and mm-hmm. everything else. Um, and and we played a a messy game in in multiple <laughs> ways. What was he playing? Uh, so he has a Midnight Suns Black Order roster. Uh, and we ended up playing at 16 on uh, Cosmic Invasion and Hammers. Okay, so Black Order Portal and Hammer, so both D-shapes. Both D-shapes, and kind of once we locked in at 16, I had kind of assumed he was going to go Black Order, mm-hmm. uh, and so I decided to bring my usual very effective portal uh, counter to black order which is loki ah yes uh and it did not counter him in the way that i usually try to and that is just loki's tax bubble shutting down the corvus uh, proxima sh- shenanigans uh kind of shuts down corvus's uh, glaive's edge right. and it really hampers usually thanos uh because he's not able to do all of his teleporting shenanigans because uh everything starts costing him power where usually it's free. Right. Uh that is not how this game went at all. <laughs> uh Loki went out uh, to the side to get a hammer because uh what's better than counting blanks on five dice than counting blanks on six dice? And I was exactly. like, all right, I want to make sure Loki gets a hammer. I want to make sure Black Panther gets a hammer. Uh, And those are two characters that did. He ended up sending Proxima to the other one to secure that one. And then uh, just kind of the brawl starts. Turn one, uh, Thanos double moves up, tractor beams in Black Panther, which means I then have to double move Steve up. Uh, And it's just kind of a bloodbath from there. Uh, Unfortunately, my opponent did make the mistake after space-gymming Corvus up of not picking up the hammer
0: Oh, no!
1: next to, he moved, he attacked. I bodyguarded with Steve, I believe. Uh, and then he uh, went to pick it up and I was like, man, I'm sorry. At this point you, you rolled the dice. Uh, it It's too late for the, the takes backs, I guess.
0: So what you mean is like he had already done a whole bunch of other things and then was like, Oh crap. I meant to pick that up. Yeah. Oh yeah. I gotta say like, I'm okay with like, a level of take backsies in a sense Mm -hmm. right but that's one where it's like it's a victory point and then you're going to be adding dice to all this stuff you just did like that that's that's a level of take backsies like uh in a in a match that i had this week against uh qtr i thought i could do something and i realized i couldn't do it after already having moved strange once and i was like well, I'm not gonna do this. I'm gonna do this instead, and it doesn't change the outcome of what I'm actually going to do. It's but I had already moved him and he's like, look, this is for cuts. so do you mind just sticking with this move? And I, sure. I was still able to do the the thing that I had intended to do. I just wasn't able to do the like massive awesome thing. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, you know like yeah, like I was trying to do like the super cool play and it was like oh wait I realized literally at the last second that the super cool play wasn't going to work and I had already moved him so I had to walk it back you know not take backsies walk it back but like okay well let me waste another action to go over here and do this thing yeah and, and it, it it is what it is
1: it, yeah it is what it is it absolutely is a, a little bit of a feel bad uh, but it's also one of those things that like if you're at your local gaming store I think it's a completely different situation exactly uh, or maybe even just a local event, but this is, uh, t- to me at least, this is like uh, this, this high of a level game uh, with 60-plus people uh, playing and stuff uh, that, in, in the same yeah. way that I wouldn't expect to, well, I make a mistake later on, spoiler alert, uh, <laughs> that it was like, well, this isn't something that I would expect him to let me take back either kind of a thing. It, it's, it's too late, but... Uh, and thankfully, I don't think it was a major uh, – diff- it, it would have changed how the game played, but it was not uh, – ha- it, it didn't influence how the game ended, I guess. Sure. Right.
0: And, and uh, c- to your point – Because it ended
1: up being 16 to 10.
0: Oh, man. And and I do want to reiterate, like if your local store, if you're having if your local game night, you do – you guys, you know, you know your people. You play how you want to play and you know – your people you know how how that should go and look you know if you sit down at the tabletop and you say to someone look i'm trying something different today do you mind kind of if we play a little casual you know that's you know it's a conversation you have with your opponent and it's as simple as that and you know if you walk into an event like this nate 64 players however many players you walk into an event and it's listed as a tournament I mean, you, you got to walk in with a little bit of expectation that you might not get those take-backsies that you're used to having. Yeah, but um, I, I'm, I'm and like I'm the king of take-backsies. Like, look, I'm I'm okay with it a lot of the time, and it, but like you said, you know, this was for the marbles, all of them.
1: It was for a lot of marbles, or at the very least, a, a very shiny metal. <laughs> um. So yeah, no. Uh, so so he missed that. Thankfully, it was a very easy uh, space gym with Thanos the next turn, and Thanos was then able to lay an absolute beat down uh, on my team, uh, dazed Black Panther, and uh, after mind jamming him over closer, and then Thanos had two hammers, which is a terrifying prospect. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, because he ended up dazing both Black Panther and Steve, Uh, Before they got to activate and did not do the double activation of Corvus and Proxima, because Proxima's over there on the other side of the board, Uh, it gave me priority. So I go in, I get Loki to move Thanos off the point and score a couple more because he's got his hammer. Iron Man gets a very uh, underwhelming attack off. Uh, But then start of turn three, Loki's full up on power because he hasn't really been spending it on much. And Loki plays Blind Obsession onto Thanos.
0: <laughs> oh, my goodness. Is Thanos injured at this point? Thanos
1: is not injured. Thanos Thanos hasn't taken a damage at this point. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's big uh, risk. I love it. So so Loki uh, stands up and is like, cool. Eight dice, strike, paid one for I Am A God, and uh, lands a, a very nice uh, eight successes.
0: Oh, man
1: uh and at that point uh, Thanos only rolls one block Thanos takes 6 do it again and Loki is able to uh to daze Thanos in just two attacks
0: oh my gosh it's terrible and awesome
1: yep so Loki picks up some extra hammers so he's feeling super swole. uh and then thankfully he was able to uh use Avengers assemble get Steve within bodyguard range and Loki's able to survive the turn
0: Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing. Like, at that point, it's like, OK, Corvus is coming. Proxima might be coming.
1: Yep. Yeah, they're they're they on their way. Uh, but the the very unfortunate thing is then during all of this, uh, Black Panther's able to get a daze on Proxima eventually gets a picks up that hammer. Uh, but Steve, uh, Steve himself was trying to put some uh, damage and some distance on Corvus Spends off his power. And so, like, Black Panther's here with eight power. Black Panther hardly ever needs eight power for anything. And I just completely whiff after uh, Steve takes some damage on Loki's behalf, basically, mm-hmm. uh, to play Medpack. Oh, no. And so, my Steve Captain America, who is on two health left, could have been, like, on five health left, counting blanks, rolling six dice, uh, just a forgetting about the uh, the Pierce of the Corvus and Proxima's out there, right. uh, completely whiff on it, and Steve immediately dies the following turn.
0: Oh, no. Oh, no. So now your value you
1: play is gone. Yep, and so now, uh, and then Loki
0: very quickly after, uh, dazes to Corvus after he gets uh, mothershipped in. Of course he's mothershipped in at that point, yeah, because Thanos is like, yo, he took my stuff, give it back to me. Yeah, pretty much. Uh,
1: so so the game progresses. Uh, Steve is KO'd. Uh, I should have run away with Black Panther at some point during all of this to uh, make sure I'm still scoring his hammer because we're, again, I'm, I'm getting close to those, uh, those victory points. And it's like, man, like Steve's gone. Loki's only rolling one defense dice for Proxima and Corvus. Like things are going poorly here. Uh, so he, sh- he should have, uh, scurried away. Instead, I activate Iron Man, uh, thinking like, okay, well, he's only got Thanos left. Like Black Panther, you spend power, he's rolling five or six defense dice. Like he can take a double tap from Thanos.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I was mistaken. <laughs> uh, Black Panther, uh, kills over. Uh, so then I get priority again. Loki goes just Wakes up and chooses violence. I guess <laughs> smacks Corvus, dazes him, gets all those hammers, and then uh, only manages to put uh, three damage into Proxima with an eight die. I am a god strike.
0: Oh my gosh, you must have had the worst luck of a roll. Like it, there were so many skulls.
1: It was uh, <laughs> oh, it was man. like
0: th- four three
1: skulls and a shield. It was uh, it was so bad. That's hard. Uh, so then uh, he goes with Thanos instead of Proxima. And Loki. Loki's like, all right, cool. I can take Thanos, especially because Thanos was pushed away thanks to, to Panther. Had to chase him down a little bit at least. Mm-hmm. And my gem previously. Uh, so and Loki's blind obsessed on Thanos. So he's rolling five dice. I can spend two power because – Steve is rip at that point. Right. Uh, But like that's still five dice counting blanks on blocks. Like I can take that hit. I was much more worried about Proxima being able to deal like really all she needs is uh, like seven successes into Loki and Loki's dead. Right. On two attacks. On two attacks. Yeah. Uh, So because he's only rolling one defense dice, yada, yada, yada. So then Iron Man goes. He's only got two power. So he moves on top of a car, does a Friday AI, repulsor blast into Proxima. He whiffs on the defense roll. I get four hits, and it's just enough to daze her. And Loki has the three hammers to score me exactly three points to get me to 16.
0: Oh, my gosh. That sounds like the craziest game.
1: It was absolutely crazy
0: yes like and then like you said loki just woke up and chose violence in that matchup jesus yeah no loki uh
1: (laughs) like loki's there for the control and the annoyance and all this other stuff but like loki is also there because five dice counting blanks uh is very routinely either four or five successes
0: oh yeah like his strike Becomes a, it's pretty good. I am a god, style. Yeah, yeah. I'm 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 here for Loki, man. And like he's he's another one that is very much in in consideration for me for my roster right now. And he's he's one of those characters, Nate. Now let me ask you this: for for the casual people out there, would you say that like Loki is more of Hmm, to hearken back to our old words a finesse character <sighs> yeah,
1: yes because you have to be careful with him he's only got five stamina on both sides he's only got three three four defenses like three counting blanks is still
0: handy but it, it it's far from durable at that point i would say yeah um so so how is he up there in striking range all this time were people coming at him or was he going to them uh, mind Jim reels him in, man. Yeah. yeah. And
1: like once, once he's, uh, kind of in the thick of it, uh, it, it's very easy to, to mind gem somebody in as well.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. And so that's, what, so that's interesting. You're using them to mind gem then to him instead of away from him.
1: Yeah. It, it's, it's usually the, the combination of getting them off a point, but still within range too.
0: I like it. I like it. I'm um, I I think Loki is a really interesting character and again pretty much I think the theme of this episode is you know characters we might have all forgotten about <laughs> <laughs> I mean look I we all obviously certain have not but you know the new toys are always the new shiny toys right everybody's talking about Nick Fury right now and like over here with like Black Panther Loki and Vision just wrecking mm-hmm. nah, I love it man. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it,
1: it, it's crazy to me that it's like, man, it's it's Iron Man who I have been so down on since the beginning of the game that ended up uh, coming up super clutch for me.
0: Oh, yeah. And he'll just do that. You know, I mean, look, you're rolling six dice. Eventually it's going to pay off, right?
1: I guess. Yeah. Especially. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, earlier in the game, I got the I got a Friday. AI ricochet blast
0: off. Oh,
1: nice. So I was going like, to ask your nine dice re rolls into Corvus like this is going to put the sting on him. Three successes. Oh my gosh!
0: And even after all the rerolls. Uh huh. Oh no, that's terrible.
1: Yeah that that was a that was a big whiff moment.
0: Mm. How how have you been finding Ricochet Blast lately? Like I know everybody's kind of been on the Helios train, but I think Ricochet Blast might be the kind of.
1: Uh, one? R- Ricochet Blast is definitely the the way to to go for me. Uh, Helios is cool, especially if you're you're running a, a Sam Spam. Uh, style list where you're just a lot wider so there's a lot more characters that can pour power into it Mm -hmm. Uh, but the efficiency of three power for a nine dice essentially up to range eight attack with full rerolls I don't think there's a better attack in the game
0: oh yeah and and the full rerolls thing man I mean like it really turns the consistency up it's it's out of control
1: yeah usually uh, but then every now and again, you'll you'll get some skulls in that opening roll that'll uh, just kind of mess up everything else you try to do.
0: Oh yeah, all oh, them darn skulls! <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, hey, well, uh, you know, this has been really fun to talk about all this because, you know, Adepticon and this event and everything it sounds like it was incredibly fun, which I think is what MCP is all about. Like we we have discussed competitive things quite a bit lately here i know you're doing some more competitive minded stuff as well and even in all of that it's still fun and still creates the moments and the stories that we can just talk about you know and that's and that's what i love about this game man like i had told you i told you about that game i had recently where my wong was just like no Ghost Rider, get them chains out of here no, mm-hmm. I'm good. Nope. I don't need it. Just surviving Ghost Rider attacks. And then like you're talking about Loki doing Loki things. Like that that's the story of this game that I just I love. I love it so much.
1: Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean you you and me both. I absolutely uh enjoy it all. It was uh, great opponents, great time. Uh and 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 you, I don't want to make it sound like I just threw a bunch of characters that I I love and enjoy into a list and was able to 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 climb my way up to the top because That's I know it sounds both like. here. That's what it sounds and, like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know.
1: Right. Uh, and on my own channel, like I I tend to to focus a little bit more on on that like in between of a uh, casual introductory with some like advanced tips and things that you can be looking to do to add to your game and stuff. Uh, but I. I think it's very important to also just say, like, uh, how I guess a disclaimer of sorts, of like there there was there was some tuning for Meta. So if you're if you're wanting to kind of see success like this, uh, like yes, I was able to play a lot of my favorite characters, Uh, Logi with the Mind Gem being one. Steve has been just kind of my go-to with that value engine, Panther and Vision, just some of those early favorites. Unfortunately, didn't get to put Hulk on the table. Uh, he is a lot of fun, though. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, keep keep an eye and uh, and and really, I think it's less about the characters. I think a lot of the strategy in this game kind of comes down to uh, the crisis that you're bringing onto the the table, knowing kind of. Once you've built your team, what your team's going to be good at, so you want to make sure you have crises that line up for that and, I guess, kind of counterpicks to
0: what you expect to see. I think it's crises. (laughs) Sure, that one then. But no, yeah, I will echo that sentiment because at the end of the day, it's setting yourself up for the best possible success because the game is not going to go exactly like you expect it to most of the time you know and so it's identifying the positives of a matchup so like with you and your crisis you know we're not going to get into kind of the crises you chose there right now but like saying okay i know my team is decent here and here i know if i see this matchup then this is going to benefit me and maybe be neutral for my opponent so we try to work it out through there but the game has to come to you too you know what i mean like the i'm sure that matchup with loki playing blind obsession turn three he's rolling one defense die for a while you know the game just kind of comes to you and you've got to make those decisions in the moment and the best way like if you're trying to you know take that next step up is to just play the games and see kind of what works i mean you've been playing some of these characters literally since they released two years ago yeah. You know, so like, you know, you've had a ton of reps with these characters, you know, for someone like myself who's kind of switched from playing web warriors to playing convocation. I mean, the the reps I have with these characters are are fractions of the amount of time that some people have with some of these other characters. You know. Yeah. So it just takes time and you know, it's I think you building this list, taking this and winning an event like this, you know, one it's it's prestigious like congratulations dude like cuz this is awesome and two it just goes to show that viability in the competitive scene of Marvel Crisis Protocol is still very broad like we're mm-hmm. talking about Thanos we're talking about Black Cat doing Black Cat things we're we're talking about Steve we're talking about Vision Black Panther all of these different characters and we, we didn't hardly mention Voodoo. You know what I mean? Like, uh, the characters that people might have a problem with, we barely mentioned him. But, like... Yeah, I, I brought Black Cat and Voodoo
1: as often as I brought Loki this weekend.
0: Yeah. And and that's, yeah, three three
1: games? Three, three, three games for Voodoo. Only used Possession twice. Both of it was for the Secure. Three games for Black Cat. Two times she was the the extract monster that she's kind of built to be. Uh, the other game, she uh, ended up, uh, because of a, a stagger on Corvus the previous turn, ended up being able to stagger Thanos, Proxima, and Corvus.
0: Nice. Nice. Yeah. And, and like, you know, you want to talk about Black Cat. Talk about the fact that she can stagger somebody for two power. That is woof more than anything for It's also for me. very good. Yeah. But, but but all of that aside, all, all I'm trying to get at is that they're – trickle it on down there is still plenty of stuff out there that is just so good in this game and you know i i know i've said this before and i will continue to say this we as content creators myself as content creator and i think i can speak for you a little bit on this too because of conversations that we've had and everything but like we kind of get lost in our own little world sometimes but it doesn't mean that you know in humans aren't fine like thad locally here for us shout out to thad he won our local tournament recently within humans you know way to go him and way to go in humans like you know the, the. i think this whole thing just speaks to the wonderful thing that is this game and how even in a competitive environment you can say hey these models are pretty good i know how to use them let's see what happens and boom you win Adepticon, and you win at life. There you go. Sure. We'll, we'll put those two things together. King of Illinois. So so Merzane's the emperor of Tennessee, and you're the king of Illinois now. Uh, I, I
1: I will formally decline that uh, very prestigious <laughs> uh, position. But I will say on Longshanks, I've got a, a really cool little uh, Adepticon champion badge,
0: and that's kind of cool. Nice. Nice. Well, Nate... I think we're going to put a button on this episode. I really have a topic that I want to discuss with you on the podcast very soon, but it's going to have to wait.
1: Uh, absolutely. Uh, thank you for uh, for having me on. As always, man, it's always, uh, always fun to kind of uh, just talk and uh, talk lists and shop and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely, my guy. Where can people find you? Uh, guys, I am Nate of the Gamers Guild. I'm over on YouTube. Uh, you can find character reviews, battle reports, and plenty of stuff in between the two. And now, uh, you can also, we, we've got a Gamers Guild podcast with a great crew, uh, including Josh, uh, Emperor of Tennessee, as he has been declared, uh, Sooner, Shadow Marvel, and Kenny, King of Jank. Uh, and uh, just a, a, wonderful crew. And we've been, uh, knocking out, uh, all sorts of different stuff over there as well.
0: Yeah. I love it. It's good stuff. And real quick, the King of Jank, or would it be the Jester of Jank?
1: You know what? Is that not the same thing?
0: <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess you're right. Well, suits, thank you so much for listening. Nate, thanks for being on with me, man. We've been trying to kind of get together for a little bit now, but you know, life happens just like dice. They dice life, just life's. And, uh, yeah. Suits, do us a favor, please. And uh, if you have the capability on your listening platform of choice to leave us a review, you know, smash five stars because I mean, obviously, right? And then also, you know, write us a little review if you're interested in doing something like that. It would really help us be seen by other people looking for Marvel Crisis Protocol content and get our name out there a little bit, which, you know, I say a little bit. I mean, I, I think. HPP is medium popular, so you know it can it can be mega popular, and it will be all because of you suits, not me, the suits. So if you would help us out with that, I would greatly appreciate it. And um, make sure to see, keep sending us messages. I really appreciate everything that everybody said lately. I appreciate all the messages. You know, I uh, mentioned how I had a dog pass. Recently, and that was really tough on me. And I appreciate everybody sending me messages for for that, and just in general, the conversations. Love it. Please, please, please keep it coming. I I just I love that interaction. I love talking about this game. Love talking about all this stuff. So keep that up. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, you can check that out. It's Patreon.com/slash House Party Protocol. It's a dollar a month, so 12 bucks a year, and you get access to our Discord channel, which is the chillest, some say the illest, maybe even the realest Discord channel in existence. And Nate, yours is a close second. But. No,
1: no, nobody says
0: that, Will. Everybody says that. It's true. No, no, it's, nobody. Everybody says that. it's true. It's real life. Just, just check the interwebs. So. <laughs> Uh check that out if you're interested. It would be greatly appreciated. You know, it would help us support our giveaway, which we're gonna be doing um next week. We're gonna be launching our next giveaway. It's gonna be for the Nick Fury and his SHIELD people versus the Shadowland, Daredevil, Electra, and them ninjas people. So we're gonna be doing that. So that's gonna be a lot of fun. So make so, sure to- So it's pirates versus ninjas? Exactly. That's exactly what it is. Pirates versus ninjas. Uh yes, because Nick Fury has an eye patch. Yeah, yeah, it's not as funny when you have to explain it. Will no, no, it's it makes it better. Believe, trust me, trust me. And one star review just came in. Thanks. So, <laughs> so, anyways, uh, make sure to check that out. It'll be a post on our Facebook page, and send us emails housepartyprotocolpod at gmail dot com. Send us messages, like I said, on Facebook, or if you're part of our Discord over there. Check out our comic book reading club on the Patreon if you decide to join that. We're doing the Shadowland Daredevil storyline, which I'm really excited to have a live stream about that. Also, uh, I am continuing on in the TTS season because I made the cuts. So, not this week, but starting next week, twitch.tv slash DarthBalls05, I'll be streaming the game, or they're i don't know if they're going to be having somebody stream something if they do i'll make sure to post that link out there you know because i'm sure people definitely want somebody you know commentating over my play because it's so clean let me tell you <laughs> but uh yeah make sure to check that out and uh with that party on nate party on well and power down suits